life isn't your average podcast. We record in-person interviews, we have real unscripted conversation, and there are no limits to the questions we will ask. And we learn the truths about what it takes to run a business from visionary entrepreneurs. My name is Kelsey Rydell, and I am the host of this weekly show. The intention behind our content is simple, and that is to help you live and lead your most visionary life. In each episode of the podcast, we chat about what it looks like to live an inspired life in our chosen career paths and entrepreneurial ventures, in our health, and in our daily routines. Each episode features conversations with people who are living life a little bit differently, from six-figure business owners who have created the company of their wildest dreams, to startup entrepreneurs who vulnerably share the highs and lows of turning their passion into a lifelong project. As you begin to listen to the episodes, you'll discover one obvious and common thread. And that's that we all have a little bit of visionary inside of us. However, for many of us, somewhere along the path, someone told us to hide it, to play small, to play safe. This show will help you break down those beliefs and inspire you to live life on your own terms, to take more risks, to actually follow your heart and set bigger goals, and to make tiny leaps each day that will lead you towards living your most visionary life. It's in you, it's in all of us, so let's dive in. Welcome back to the Visionary Life Podcast. So this week we are switching things up a little bit and I'm actually recording a solo episode. I have many, many more interviews recorded for you with some extremely visionary guests, but the intention when I started this show was to deliver three interviews, and one solo episode per month. So I want to make every effort to ensure that I'm getting you these solo episodes out uh, where I jam on a topic that I've been thinking about lately. So something about life or business or both and something that's hopefully relevant to you. And if it is, then enjoy the episode. If not, then I will see you back here um, in two weeks actually for an interview episode. So today will be just thoughts and chatting about the applications of staying stress-free and in the present while planning a wedding. This is something that I wrote an Instagram post about, and then I had many of you comment on asking me why I was able to stay stress-free. What were my strategies? How did I manage to go through the whole process with keeping it low-key? And I realized that there's a lot of lessons to draw out here that don't just relate to planning a wedding, but that also can apply to the way you live your life and the way you run your business. And of course, how we execute any task like planning a wedding or any major life event is a direct reflection of how we likely handled the majority of situations in our lives. So although these solo episodes take a little bit more work to create and to script out, I've probably spent about four hours scripting this out, I realize that it's almost like therapy to me. And the same way that journaling or blogging provides a release, scripting a podcast does that too. You're just kind of listening in on the thoughts in my head and I hope that they resonate with you. But first, this episode is brought to you by my freebie guide. So today I have a brand new freebie for you guys. This one is for all of you who are in need of a website makeover or who need to get your website designed and created and up and running. So whether you're a business owner or not, or you're just looking for a new job, or you have some skills that you want to share with the world, 
I really do think that having a website these days is kind of like a non-negotiable. It's almost like um, the alternative to a business card or the new resume. People Google you. They want to know what you're up to. They want to see what you're passionate about and they want to purchase something from you. So that all being said, if you need to craft your website, then you'll want to download my free website checklist, okay? It goes through everything you need for each page on your site. Of course, you need an about me page, you need a services page, you need a home page, you need a contact. So I'm going through step by step what needs to be done in order for you to have that all created. So head to www.kelseyridle.com checklist and you can grab that freebie. Like I mentioned, there will be no episode next week as I'll be away in Belize on a honeymoon. So I'm obviously recording this in advance so that I can take the weekend to enjoy my wedding and scoot away to Central America for some honeymooning. But when I release this podcast, I can't believe I'll be saying this, but I will be married. Wow. (laughs) It feels surreal to say that. I've drawn so many lessons from planning this wedding and I want to share them with you today. So whether you're planning a wedding or not, this advice is so much more than just where to buy a dress or how to choose your bridal party. This is life advice that can truly influence how you plan and manage a big life event, whether that's a wedding, whether that's the birth of a child, any sort of celebration that you are planning. And I'm going to say this multiple times throughout the podcast, but there's a quote that states that how you do anything is how you do everything, i.e., Who you are before planning your wedding is going to dictate the type of wedding planner you will be, unless you consciously make an effort otherwise. But for example, if you work in event planning, you're super type A about your workout schedule and the things you eat and all things in your life, I would assume you're going to be the type A wedding planner and that you're going to know your timeline down to the minute. That's probably who you are. That's you at your core. It's not a bad thing to go crazy when you're getting married and have everything scripted out. I get it. But if that's you, I guarantee that that was you even before the planning process began also. So I want to know, have you ever thought about this quote before? I know a lot of you have heard it, that how you do anything is how you do everything. So how you handle and manage any situation, challenge, or experience in your life is probably how you handle them all. It's important to be honest about how you do the anything. For example, how do you perform at work? What are your friendships like? How do you approach a challenge? How do you make decisions? This is a serious life inventory that I recommend everyone should be taking. And it's something that I only recently did. Now, I might know by no means do I do anything or everything right all of the time. In fact, if you know my life, you'd know that I've made many mistakes and I've had many, many moments on a weekly basis that I don't share online that maybe I'm not proud of and that's not what I want my everything to be. But this whole concept of how I do anything really, really started to click over the past year or so. And what made it click into place was when I was watching this online conference and I shared a lot of this on my Instagram actually, but 
The speaker that I was watching drilled down to the fact that even as a busy CEO, he runs a billion-dollar company, he is still cleaning the company public bathrooms. Not actually, like, on his hands and knees scrubbing them, but he said, you know, if he sees paper towels that have all fallen out of the garbage can, what he's going to do is he's going to stop gather up all those paper towels and get them into the garbage where they belong. Because as soon as he sees it, it's now his problem. It's nobody else's problem. It's not there for the cleaner to pick up. If you lay eyes on it, it is your problem. Get it done and then be able to move on so that no one else has to do it. Take the ownership yourself. So this was really a reminder to me that every action that we take in a day is a reflection of who we are at our core. So again, every action we take in a day is a reflection of who we are at our core. So changing just the smallest things about how you execute your day can make an insane difference on who you start to become. You start picking up the garbage that's not yours and stop saying, well, it's not my problem. Well, then your whole attitude can start to change. You see something that's wrong, you try and fix it, take ownership, and give yourself that accountability. So again, it's about ownership over what you know at your core to be true and right. So let's circle this back. From the moment I started thinking about planning a wedding, I was really tuned into you know, what my peers were up to and how they were doing their planning process and what they were experiencing. And it was weird to me because all I heard was planning a wedding is so stressful or they just wanted it to be over or they were so over it or they couldn't believe how much money they were spending. And don't get me wrong, I understand all of these objections. A wedding is stressful. Yeah, I get it. It's a lot of event planning. You just want your wedding to be over. Okay, well, maybe your honeymoon's more exciting, right? When people would say, I'm over it? Well, then I would think, why are you even having a wedding then? Like, cancel it. (laughs) Or you can't believe how much money you're spending? Well, reel it back in. Why did you hire a $4,000 florist in the first place? It honestly made me sad to hear all of these things coming out of brides' mouths because... I kept thinking, if these are the things you're saying about your wedding, supposedly one of the happiest days in your life, then is this how you treat every big, exciting event in your life? Do you just wish for it to pass by? You want to skip ahead to the next chapter? You overspend on things you don't really care about? All this to me kind of accumulates to the fact that you're forgetting to actually enjoy or just embrace the present, the day you have, the one that you are given at this moment, which while planning a wedding is not your wedding day, but it's the today of the planning process that I have. So if you can't enjoy it, then you are living in the future and forgetting to actually enjoy the process. And the reason why I say all this is that, you know, through a series of events, through family illness, through friends that have struggled and passed away, you realize that life is short. It really, really is. And we are not given tomorrow. So it almost 
pains me to hear people try and skip chapters of their life or to have their life revolve around just getting through such an exciting life event like a wedding. And so I heard a quote on a Lori Harder talk recently. She has a podcast as well. And she said, when you're depressed, you're living in the past. When you're anxious, you're living in the future. And when you're at peace, you're living in the present. And I've really taken this quote to heart lately. And it means so much to me because anytime I get regrets of the past or worries of the future, I am taken back to the fact that peace equals present. So if I want to experience peace, I need to live in the present. And in order to live in the present, I need to be at peace with my decisions. So let me repeat that quote again. When you're depressed, you're living in the past. When you're anxious, you're living in the future. And when you're at peace, you're living in the present. I'd love to know what you think of that quote, whether you resonate with it, whether you've been kind of in a depressed state before and you felt like you were living in the past, whether you've been anxious before and you feel like that was when you were living in the future. Okay, so in my wedding planning process, I've simply tried to stay in the present. This is my biggest piece of advice because that's where I ultimately have found peace in the whole thing. So things like not letting the order of the wedding day get too stressful or particular, not worrying about the people who can or cannot attend, not worrying at the flowers that I'm picking myself, like literally I'm doing my own flowers, will look as good as the ones I could have paid thousands and thousands of dollars for, not letting 48 hours of my life, i.e. my wedding weekend, turn into an overworked, anxious, messy Kelsey, right? That's not what I want. Peace, present, present, peace. And back to the how you do anything is how you do everything quote. This is kind of turning into a big quoted podcast. (laughs) Um, The thing is, guys, here's my reminder to you. If you don't stress out about flowers on a daily basis, then please don't start stressing about them on your wedding day. If you don't go over the top with fancy food like filet mignon and caviar, whatever fancy food is, if you don't stress out about that when you entertain guests on an odd Friday, Saturday night, then please don't feel like you have to be showy about it at your wedding. Or if you normally try not to panic about the weather and just see that weather is weather, then try not to panic about it for your wedding day. So these are just things that you can do to not invest so much unnecessary time and energy and potential stress buildup into your wedding day. Keep it true to you, who you are at your core, how you do anything is how you do everything. So your life in a wedding should be a direct reflection of who you are. And of course, a wedding's meant to be special. Again, like I can reel this back in and say like, You should still obviously put time and effort into this, but I don't think that it should be something that gives you the shingles because you got so stressed out. Um, Scrutinizing each and every detail does not serve you. It just makes you more anxious because you're trying to control things in the present. So again, these types of thoughts are not serving you. They're not good for your health. And they're certainly not going to put you in a good mindset for your wedding, which we will talk about shortly. But first, I want to share that we have a sponsor this week. This episode is brought to you by 
Teamy blends. So Teamy contacted me a few months back to become a show sponsor, and I'll be honest, I had my hesitations. <laughs> I'm a coffee drinker that has only ever wished to become a tea drinker. However, as soon as I got a package of Teamy's tea, I was hooked. I love to brew mine and refrigerate it to have a nice cold iced tea without all the added sugar of a typical store-bought iced tea. And Teamy iced is so refreshing. So I received the 30-day detox program, which involves drinking one or two of their tea blends each day. And their kit comes with a mini calendar that outlines exactly what to drink, when to drink it, and how to consume it. So as we transition into fall here in Canada, a detox can be so beneficial for your body in order to increase energy, to rid your insides of toxic waste, to reset your metabolism, and improve your digestion, and just to flush out your organs. This was something that we covered extensively in Holistic Nutrition School. So the 30-day program that Teamy has is for everybody. You can all do it. All you have to do is drink your Teamy in the morning and drink the colon cleanse every other night. You'll feel so much better just by adding this two-step program into your life. So head to www.teamyblends.com, that's T-E-A-M-I blends.com, and use the code VisionaryLife at checkout to grab 25% off any order of $49.99 or more. Okay, we are back. So that brings me to my next point on making your life and potential wedding or event planning stress-free. And this point is a big one. It is mindset. So here's a little story for you. Have you ever been out on a walk or, you know, you're strolling around the neighborhood and you say something like, huh, what a beautiful day. And at the same time, your neighbor stops you and starts complaining about the weather. (laughs) This has happened to me multiple times. So I remember distinctly a conversation I had in the last few months where I truly thought it was a nice day. It was humid. Um, It was like above 25 degrees Celsius. There wasn't much of a breeze, but in my mind, it's a perfect summer day. But I bumped into a neighbor who clearly hates the humidity and said, oh, I can't wait for this weather to be over with. It's too sticky. It's too hot. I'm so ready for winter. And I realized that we just had a totally different mindset on the weather and potential outlook on what we considered to be a beautiful day. This, in my opinion, is mindset, something you can train yourself to improve upon. So some of you are probably thinking like, okay, well, I just can't have that positive mindset all the time, or I wasn't born to live in the present and enjoy each day, or I just have anxiety worrying about future or whatever it is. And don't get me wrong. I understand it's a constant battle, but saying that you can't live in the present and enjoy the gifts that life gives you and to choose calmness. Well, I do believe that that is a choice and to plan a wedding and do it without stress and without anxious feelings. That's a choice too, but it's a result of curating a mindset that is positive, that is certain that it can be done your own way, and that is confident in what you want and what you're trying to achieve. So I want to remind you through all of this that you can change your situation. You can redefine what's important to you. You can still run a business while planning your wedding. 
You can have the wedding of your dreams. You're able to accomplish whatever you want to today. It's all about your mindset and your approach. So I'm not certain that anyone will ever be able to quote unquote master their mindset, but rather you should take your mindset on as a lifelong project and investing time and investing money into learning more about it, learning what makes you tick, learning your likes and dislikes, what triggers you and what doesn't. I mean, we all have good days and bad days, strong days and weak days, and that's okay, but your mindset needs to be trained to stay positive, calm, and grounded when possible, when you're not in danger. I mean, it is what's going to save you from when one of your vendors cancels on you last minute. A good mindset is, okay, no problem that the vendor canceled, there's someone else available, or it's not meant to be. Or maybe you're scrolling Instagram and comparing your life to the seemingly perfect life of a girl who posts only pretty pics of herself and whatever, bikini shots. Well, your mindset can't be judgy and, you know, thinking that she has a perfect life. It has to be each one of us has feelings. We all have high and low moments in our day. Her life is not perfect, as is mine either. But how can we keep our mindset healthy in times of change, in times of wedding planning like I'm going through, career changes, breakups, maybe you're going through hard family times? Here are five tips on how you can keep your mindset in a good place, okay? And this in turn is going to allow you to practically implement a stress-free approach Um, to whatever it is that you're dealing with in life. So first, stop listening to the people around you and start tuning into you. Okay, my computer background right now is listen to your own voice, your own soul. Too many people listen to the noise of the world instead of themselves. I believe that so deeply. I think that it's easy to absorb other people's beliefs and other people's approaches because that's kind of what we're trained to do growing up. We look for tribe. We want to follow what we deem to be the right way or the successful way. However, that keeps you out of touch with your inner voice, okay? So this is so important to stop listening to the people around you and know that they have value and that they deserve input in your life. But You should be the ultimate controller of your life. You should be the one that's thinking about how you want to go about living and doing everything. So on that note of tuning in, here's how you can tune in. Get quiet and think and journal, okay? Tune in to what's going on in your mind. Um, Stop overscheduling yourself. If you are busy, 18 hours a day, I guarantee you're having trouble tuning in to who you are and what you really like to do. And by tuning in, I also mean to ask yourself in every situation and every plans that you've made, do I really want to be here? So get curious. Like, did you say yes to the wrong things? Did you say no to the right things? Tune in. The third way to keep your mindset healthy is to do more of what you love because it will naturally connect you back to the inner voice. So think about what lights you up and 
you'll stop worrying about everyone else, okay? So if you love cycling like I do, get outside, go for a ride, and all of a sudden you have this chance, it's like active meditation for me, to only care about the activity at hand, but in turn you're also kind of processing life situations. So like I said, do more of what you love. So that could be working out, that could be sitting in coffee shops, that could be hanging out with family. Choose something that inspires you, do more of it, okay? The fourth way to keep your mindset healthy in times of change is to ask for answers. And I forget where I read about this lately. I think Gabby Bernstein and Spirit Junkie. Um, she says, like, literally ask your inner voice, ask your inner guiding light or what she calls your ing to help you and to teach you and to give you the answers. So that can come in the form of praying or finding community or searching for signs or journaling or asking someone. So she says that when we turn our ing on for help, so your inner guiding voice, you will always be guided out of the ego's illusions and into reality. So say in my situation, I'm choosing a wedding venue and I think that I need to choose a really fancy place because that will please the most people and that it will make me look the best and it will be a better reflection of who I am. Okay, well, this is when you need to tune into your ing. And like she says, the ing will guide you out of the ego's illusions and into reality. So maybe my ego has taken over, told me I need to have some sort of fancy wedding, kind of dictated that it should be a certain way when in reality, that's not what I want. But when you tune in, your ing will be a teacher who never gives up on you. It's always there. Sometimes we just forget to listen. And oftentimes you need to hit a hard rock bottom to actually listen. But with the slightest willingness, you will receive guidance from it, okay? By tuning in, by asking for answers, by doing the journaling. So again, tune into that voice. And if you don't know how, grab Spirit Junkie by Gabby Bernstein um, and read it and start doing the work to figure that out. So like I said, I had to remind myself to tune the fuck in during this process of wedding planning and to not copycat anyone else's version of a dream wedding. And yes, it can be challenging, especially because there's a whole business industry built around planning a wedding and overspending for things that you really don't need to. So yes, judgment was definitely a fear. Uh, Was I worried that people wouldn't enjoy the weekend? Of course, I thought about that. But like my business, like my life, and like every other decision that I make these days, I try to keep it true to me and true to us and true to our inner voices, which are telling us something that we truly want. So, you know, practical applications of this, I didn't hire a traditional florist. I got quotes and I didn't want to spend that much. So I found an alternative, a small flower shop that doesn't even advertise weddings. And I worked with her to create a small little vision for the flowers and she carried through beautifully. Um, You know, I booked a lot of people based on intuition. I found them on Instagram. I um, had never met my photographer or makeup artist before booking them. But again, the inner voice told me 
that they would be great, okay? Same with the officiant. (laughs) So nothing about this wedding was traditional, like go to meet with 50 vendors, interview them. No, we did none of that. Inner voice, as you get more in tune with that, things just become a lot easier and less stressful in this process. So I can't encourage you enough to start tuning in and finding that voice. So I'm certain that over time, if you do harness a lot of these tips, you will stand a lot stronger in your beliefs. And like I said, I put all of this into practice and it really did show through over the wedding planning process in the past few months. And I think it will continue to show through um, in how I show up and how I run my business and, and really just what I want out of this lifetime. I feel kind of like I've gained this unshakable confidence level in my wants and in the way I want to run my life. And I realize that other people's opinions, as much as I value them, they've stopped mattering so much because I've worked on my own mindset enough to know what's good for me. And I truly wish this feeling upon everyone because I understand that it's not easy. Confidence is hard to build up and strong decision making is like a muscle that you need to flex and standing in your power and owning the vision you have for your life, your business or your wedding or whatever it is, is scary. You will face judgment. You will face the naysayers. But the more you do this work, the confidence work, the mindset work, tuning into your inner voice, Um, really just practicing this ownership approach over your life of how you do anything is how you do everything. I think that that is how you build up the resilience to follow your own path. One thing that definitely helped me over the past year was my goal setting and vision boarding that I do on a quarterly basis. And I did run my very first workshop. Uh, I took a group of 10 beautiful women through this goal setting and vision boarding process. We did that in person here in Toronto. Um, But I do offer this online as well. So if you want to do a 90 minute session with me uh, to go through my goal setting and modern vision boarding, I call it because it doesn't have to include scrapbooking, then just reach out to me, KelseyRidal.com, and I'd be happy to host a one-on-one workshop with you. Um, or you can stay tuned for the announcement for my visionary business coaching program, which will be launching in November. And of course, we'll start off the program uh, with these exercises because I think they're crucial to getting clarity, getting confidence over your life. Another um, recommendation that I can share is to read The Slight Edge. I've recommended this so much, but if you head to kelseyrivalcom slash shop, you can find that under the book section. And it's truly changed my approach to everything. So one thing a day is kind of the concept of the book. Uh, whether you want to or not, will put you ahead of all your competition and you build up that slight edge against everyone else when you start practicing consistency in what you want. So if you found value in this episode, I would love if you share it either with someone who's engaged or planning a wedding or recently had a wedding or anyone who you feel like might benefit from these concepts. I know I talked a lot and my notes were a little bit all over the place, but you know, I had a few concepts I needed to get out and I wanted to share them in an authentic way um, and kind of just speak from the heart. So 
please connect with me if you like this episode. And if you haven't already, I'm not sure why you haven't, but please leave a rating and review. If you just go to your search button on the podcast app, type in Visionary Life, and then tap on my podcast. If you scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll see a way for you to tap the five-star review if you want leave a little writing review, and it doesn't take very long. So it would really help me out. So if you'd go do that right now before skipping to the next episode, I would be super, super grateful. So I hope you have a visionary day, and I will talk to you in two weeks because, again, I'm going to take next week off, and then we'll be back with another interview. Thanks for listening to this episode of Visionary Life. What did you think? Did you learn something new, get inspired, or maybe you're ready to take some action on a new project? I hope so. My intention is to build community and conversation around the topics of building a visionary career path, entrepreneurship, and living the life you truly love. I'd love for you to join the Visionary Life Insiders community. Just search Visionary Life on Facebook. We talk about our favorite books and podcasts, things that make our lives easier, and the tough times and challenges faced as an entrepreneur, as well as all things visionary. You can also find me on Instagram at Kelsey Rydell. Please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. I send a gift and a little visionary love note to everyone who leaves a rating and review. Just snap a screenshot and send it to me with your shipping address. If you're interested in working together or collaborating, just head to kelseyridle.com. Until next Sunday, have a visionary day.